Good love our gracious queens Are true and just queens Their time has come United Queendom Oh, Brady <laughs> Oh, Brady Ride me, cowgirl <laughs> What the fuck? I feel sick. Is that your impression of Magda? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brady. Very good. Baby is good. Baby is beautiful. Ew. (laughs) Should we rate episode two? Yeah, actually, yes. I want to give episode two an eight and a half. Well, Sam tries it with these halves sometimes and I don't really like them. You can do it, Mm. but... She doesn't like it, but she'll do it. She doesn't like it, but she'll do it. Um, okay, I'm going to give it an eight. And I would encourage you to, because we're doing really well at having the same rating so far. So if we're both eight, then we're keeping up that flawless record. Oh, okay, fine. I'm an eight. It's definitely better than episode one. But I guess there's a lot going on. Yeah, uh, it was much more of, it felt to me like an actual episode with a storyline and a purpose and it wasn't kind of like a catch-up and like setting the tone of where we are in the modern times if that makes sense yeah I felt like we were in the flow and a lot of the things that were a bit of an adjustment to get used to I'd already kind of got into them by episode two so I think I can relax into this now yeah me too um and I just also want to say one of the things for me that I find a little bit jarring is the music because she doesn't narrate the show anymore they've taken on the film thing I didn't even notice that yeah they've taken on what they did in the movies which is this constant fucking music on all the time and it's like this is going to be a comedic scene here's some slapstick music this is going to be a sad scene here's some sad music um so I would have preferred it if she'd narrated it like she did in the show yeah, that's so weird. I didn't even clock that. Or if they brought it back to when she used when she used to do the um to screen thing. Oh, in I love season that. One. Did not age well. <laughs> is Skipper not going to be in this? Where's Skipper? That's what Bill says. My husband. He's like, it's, I'll watch it if Skipper, because he's obsessed with Skipper. It's like he's like the worst character, but where's Skipper? Justice for Skipper. He's kind of cute. Yeah, and kind of looks like Brady. And some of the characters they're bringing back, Skipper wouldn't be that weird. I mean, they're <laughs> rolling some some art. Some, I mean, I love the niche characters, but we were not expecting to see some of these people. <laughs> no, and some of them literally the characters don't even have an explanation of why they're there. <laughs> yeah, literally just wandering around. <laughs> So we open the show with Brady and his girlfriend having very grown-up sex. I mean, they are 17 and better at it than I am at 34. Yeah. So go figure. I mean, what is the point of having a deaf dad if you can't take advantage of it? But please, I hope that Steve says one thing this season that is not reliant on this deaf joke. (laughs) And I'm wondering, is the actor deaf? Have they worked this in because of that? Or is this just, this is all we could think to do with you, Steve. You're now just a deaf joke and that is it. Oh god, that would be so lazy. I like it when he's naked and hot. Yeah, he's so hot. Old. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, what can he do? He's already cheated on her. Um, There was snow on the ground. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He could cheat with a man. Soon me. He could. Uh, Yeah, no, I think his. I think his shtick is deaf. Yeah, and that joke is going to get old faster than he has. Mm -hmm. Um. 
But then we get to the real sadness, which is Miranda goes to Carrie, who has lost big. Um, yeah, sorry, oh, and, and uh, just to say, uh, he goes, who's calling the landline? So it's a little nod <laughs> to Carrie still being old school and calling on the landline. That old school, despite the fact she's Instagramming and exactly. podcasting, but yeah. doesn't have a mobile. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so she goes over to... Carrie's first thing typical Carrie I mean what am I gonna do well she says what do I do now and then Miranda's like well we get the body we get rid of it and then she goes no I meant me she's like I don't care about him she's like this is about me I'm like oh god she's self-absorbed even in grief when you're meant to be self-absorbed but she still takes it she to a new level so self-absorbed I mean listen who are we we don't know what we'd be like in that situation but the the guy's body is literally there behind you in a body bag and already you're like what dating app do I sign up to <laughs> there are no single guys in Manhattan <laughs> They're all dead, obviously. Is Alexander Petrovsky still alive? <laughs> um, of course, Miranda uses this excuse to get Carrie into bed. She is literally <laughs> rampant this season. She will not fucking miss a chance. Even Carrie's like, she's like, let me rub your back. Carrie's like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she rubbed her back. They, they didn't show the shot. You, yeah, she I know, but, no, but I don't think it was a bat. You saw the hand go down, and then you saw <laughs> even Sarah Jessica Parker, not even Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker looked shot, and then quickly. I heard this noise, like a <laughs> <laughs> And if you notice when the camera pans away, there's a little bit of bleeding by the side of the bed. <laughs> um, no, but I'm sorry, this was fucking weird. Miranda so rubbing Carrie's back in bed as a it's just bizarre and it is bizarre that Carrie's was more upset when she got jilted by Big than when Big died I know and not only when he died but died in front of her yeah I mean I assume this storyline obviously is going to develop more but um if they were going to do the whole because this has been done in film and tv before where People grieve in many different ways. Some people are so in shock they can't cry. They they just yep. go into survival mode. If they were going to do that with Carrie, she's kind of not being numb enough to sell that. She is showing some emotion here and there, but she's not showing nearly enough. So it's very, I mean, it's very weird. In the movie, when he jilts her, she sleeps and wastes a lot of holiday time, in my opinion. Uh, she sleeps for like five days in the, that bed, doesn't she? She doesn't eat or anything. And Miranda feeds her yogurt at it again. She's such an opportunist when people are vulnerable. <laughs> and she, she drinks vodka. She says, pour me more nothing. I feel nothing. Yeah. Pour me more nothing. It's probably when Miranda started <laughs> drinking the vodka as well. Yeah, so maybe this is Carrie's thing where she just kind of, I don't know, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt that she's in shock. Well, the thing that's weird is that Carrie doesn't even seem in this episode like a central character. She seems like everything's happening around her. We're not getting these tender moments of her alone just kind of sitting with this. I feel like this is such a massive thing. Carrie and Big are two of the most iconic TV couples, not two of them, the most iconic TV couple of the last hundred years. And one of them has died. Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker is an amazing actress. The show is got off to a huge event. I feel like they could be using this to really... Carrie could be literally falling apart and it would make sense and we'd be getting drama. And I feel like yeah. they're wasting this opportunity. I hope it's building up to a bigger payoff, pardon the pun, bigger payoff at some point. But, like, 
it feels yeah, very weird the whole tone unless of maybe it's something that we thankfully don't understand quite yet when there's a death you kind of have to i've heard this you know you have to crack on a little bit and life still happens around you and sometimes you have to comfort people who seem to be more upset than you do and people feel sorry for you and you have to sort out the funeral and you have to i've heard it's just a huge blur like and then after a few weeks once it all calms down that's when the grief sets in so maybe they're going to do that maybe but i mean it's again it's about in keeping with the character like we've seen carrie react to when bad things happened before and it's always been hysterical really yeah. so even burger the poster and um cheating on aiden even when she cheated on him she had a breakdown when yeah. big jilted her like i mean even when her fucking laptop broke she's always had these breakdowns so i mean the fact that she's suddenly the stoic woman is weird to me and hopefully it will come to make sense but it does bring Anthony and Stanford closer together. They're like, let's not pick at each other anymore. For five seconds. And then they're like, are you wearing that cologne I hate? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm enjoying them as some light relief to This is the truest uh, depiction of relationship as far as I'm concerned out of everybody. That is literally what I wrote. This is so me. This is kind of like making a promise not to be hard on each other and then breaking it within a minute. Is. And actually, I do have a go at Bill. There are some fragrances that he's bought and I've banned them because they make my skin irritated. And when he wears them, I'm furious for the whole day. Oh, I get you. When Lewis wears his baseball caps when we go out, it drives me insane, especially if we go for dinner, which I think actually is just bad manners. Um, <laughs> but it's just the sight of... And the, one of the baseball caps I thought looked very Donald Trump and that was like really winding me up. So I had to like beg him to stop wearing it. And he was like, well, I don't think anyone's making a political, thinks I'm making a political statement. I'm like, it's not about that. Whatever your political alliance is, no one wants to look like Donald Trump, the 70-year-old politician, businessman. <laughs> please take it off. With the mer- Merkin hair. Yes, please, no. Um, sorry if you're listening, Lewis. Um, so, or Trump. I found it very weird that Carrie and Charlotte were at a funeral home so soon. Carrie and Charlotte, did I say that right? Yeah, and... Um, Is this the day off? Again, of? this... I have no... I, I don't know, I'm a bit... I can't work out the timeline. I, it is a bit confusing. And he died, again, she got fingered by Miranda, then they woke up and they've gone to funeral home. <laughs> That's what it seems to be. They had coffee, don't forget. <laughs> well, you're going to need a drink after Miranda's fingered you in the night. Jesus. <laughs> they went to this funeral home and... Um, I wish I'd, I can't remember the name of the lady who um, for some reason has a kind of a storyline in this scene. She's so weird. The, the mortician. Like, <laughs> so she confuses Charlotte for the widow because Charlotte's crying. Yeah. Um, it's Jane is the woman's name, plain it's Jane. It's Jane. And it's like, Jane. surely if you work in a funeral home, one of the first rules would be to kind of give people space and not make it about yourself. And she's just kind of like has her own fucking dramatics going on in this whole thing. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she even shouts at them, wait! It's like, you're not very professional, Jane. She I know wants you're used money. to dealing with dead people, but... I know, well, Charlotte's having her own breakdown because she blames herself for making Carrie come to the recital. So it's kind of like... Which, it is her fault a little bit. It, well, I mean, it's not her fault he died. I mean, no, but he couldn't get to his phone. And if Carrie was with him, they could have called an ambulance and got to him and maybe he could have been saved. Yeah. Because he waited for her and then he, but he couldn't get to his phone. Well, they kind of addressed the whole thing about 
him having a heart condition, which we knew from the original series. It's like, why was he working out so much? And also, no shade, no shade, no shade, because this is my life as well. But if he was working out so much, why didn't he look a bit better? And also, who smokes a cigar and then goes on a Peloton? (laughs) That's classic big. Uh, (laughs) But again, this is why I don't work out, you see. Bad things happen. But you do smoke cigars. Um, I do. And then Carrie has to put Charlotte in an Uber because she's crying so much and says she'd prefer to be alone. I'm like... First of all, Uber. But then, she, but first of all, she goes, okay, bye, I'll call Miranda, bye. <laughs> it was very, like, weirdly like, cheery at the end. She was like, finally, like, back to the piano lessons. <laughs> I bet Carrie was thinking, I wish Samantha was here. Like, these are the people that I've got, a, a fucking rapist and <laughs> this hysterical, pathetic woman who's like a little girl. There was something that seemed very not caring about all the friends, like, compared to how they were when Big jilted her. I feel like they were like, you got the big guns then, and now he's dead. Also, this is a big elephant in the room that doesn't get mentioned, but we'll get to it, I guess. But, like, Charlotte and Miranda and everyone never really liked Big, unless we're meant to believe that a lot changed between now and the last film. No, they didn't. Uh, Although, don't forget, go get our girl. I know, I know they will have learned to tolerate him, but at, at this point... Well, I mean, I'll get to it later with the funeral, but I had a bit of an issue with something. Um, we get... Well, someone at the funeral spilt the tea. Yes, we did get which one. Which we will address. And then we get Miranda going mad at the security guard at the lecture thing, saying he's racist. Oh, Ed. Um, yeah, so the cringe continues. But you know what? People are like that. And listen, whatever you think about life, that's absolutely cool. That's all good. That's your view on life. We all have different experiences. Um, But I really do think you're right about the last episode. They're poking fun at this kind of heightened liberalism that is actually, people think they're doing good, but they're extremely patronising and come across racist themselves. Yeah, and maybe that's a good point to make and maybe it's a good opportunity for comedy. I just don't think Miranda's the right character to do that through because I don't buy that she would be this silly. Especially she's already made the faux pas in episode one. I don't believe she would then do it again. And with the same person. With the same person. <laughs> who by the way I could really recognise and I it was bugging me who it was and I had to check her Wikipedia page. But I've forgotten her name but she is also in the morning show, which is a show I've been loving. She's really oh, yeah. You love that show. She's really different in that. So I know she's a good actress, and I like her. But I hope. I mean, at the moment, every single woman in the show, I feel like, is a love interest for Miranda. So I don't know which one it's going to end up being, but it feels like there's something between. Big the... secretary. The... Oh my god, she is my new favorite character. <laughs> Me too. Um, so Charlotte's talked to the kids about how death can be beautiful because it reminds us how much our loved ones mean to us. Blah blah blah. And then I want to hear your Steve impression for his bits about <laughs> what was he doing on that bike? What, 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 what was he doing on that bike? You know, he had a heart condition. <laughs> and he made out as if he cared that big. I mean, I know you don't have to be good friends with someone to care they died. Death is always sad. But they have Steve going, I can't believe he's gone. And it's like, did we ever see you two interact once? I mean, they were together at events, weren't they? Like, the wedding, and I feel like that's it. And he goes, death sucks. And then, death shocks. Uh, Call me a Brady. And then Brady goes, I'm okay. Yeah, 
Well, we're not. Come hug your Marvel and Dad. Brady just wants to go fuck. He's like, bitch, I got three yeah. condoms. And I don't want to be hugging my alky mum and deaf dad. I want to go get my fucking end away, bitch. Oh. <laughs> and also, I, I would not want to hug Brady. He'd be very sticky. Oh, my God. He must stink of links and spunk and God knows what. Um, oh, the good old days. <laughs> no spunk to be found at this funeral home because it's a funeral home run by lesbians, which, why... <laughs> Oh, I, I, okay, so thank God for these lesbians. What lesbians? What are you talking about? It's like, what, lesbians in general? There are already so many lesbians in the show. You didn't have to, like, tick another lesbian box. And then... Do you know what I was thinking and genuinely praying? It was going to be the lesbians that Charlotte used to hang out with at the art gallery. If you're not going to eat pussy, you cannot use our funeral home, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> but Carrie's going mad because she said, I know flowers... But then the flowers that are there, which are very nice, are from... Yeah, very beautiful. Samantha. <gasps> Can I say, confession, I cried. I didn't cry, but this I would have got closer in this one. But the reason that's taking me out of the moment is because, again, it's upsetting me because it's like, I feel like this is too close to home. Because as we said last week, and everyone knows, the part of the fallout that got made public was Samantha, uh, Kim Cattrall's brother dying... And it, exactly. This is so shady. It does. It feels like if Kim Cattrall thinks that they're making digs at her, I would not think she was paranoid because I am getting that vibe. Not that this is a dig, but just that they're referencing it. And I think that's not... Her brother's death is not something to reference. Maybe I'm looking into it too much. I don't know. But also, if she's... For- no, <laughs> If she's you. forgiven Carrie enough to send the flowers, Samantha would, would come to the funeral... Maybe it's not... Well, I've got a... In my mind, so Samantha's at her office in London and uh, she gets a text uh, or she sees, you know, she goes on page six online and it's uh, New York's biggest financier, John James Preston, is dead. And then she does that face, you know, she does at Charlotte's funeral, uh, uh, Miranda's mum's funeral. And then this man I'm comes sorry. in and says, Samantha, Samantha, we need you in here, back here. And she goes, one second, Frank. And then looks in the mirror. Oh, <gasps> Can you not picture it? I love it. Can we recap this episode? <laughs> Close episode. <laughs> We're going to do a new podcast, guys, and it's going to be Samantha's fan fiction, Life in London. Oh my God, I would love that. But I just, yeah, I'm just not buying that she... I, she either wouldn't forgive Carrie at all and not get in touch, or would forgive her and then now that would be pure forgiveness. So it's just very strange. Yeah. But we have a new... Fa- but maybe it's homage to Big. Maybe it's she's ignoring Carrie just to pay homage to Big. Because she did hit on Big first before Carrie. Yeah, but he said no, so it's not like a fond memory. And they had that big fallout <laughs> which true. caused her to eat out Maria. So, so much of this is lesbian. <gasps> wow. The way you defended your friend back there, <laughs> I think you are magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> And then... Oh, God, Maria. I hate her. Yeah, me too. Why would you want this when you could have this? Um, so then we meet Gore. And then, can we have drum... Yeah, I need a drum roll, please. I can't do the I need to work on my Gloria impression. Well, I mean, you remember she was quite a big part of the series originally, wasn't she? So, But she's now one of the originals that's been brought back, which I love. But she's... Was she? I don't remember her in the series at all. Yeah, she was a big part of the series in the first two seasons. What? 
was she in? I can't remember. No, I'm kidding. But it just felt like oh my God. it felt like the show was suddenly like, oh, this was a big secretary was such a big character. It's like, what the fuck? It's like we've never seen this bitch before, and now she's basically his next of kin. Like she's thinking she should be front row, and it's just like I know who is this bitch. And also, but I love. They her. were trying to make out that. I love her. They're trying to make out that um, Stanfield is being really out of order. Of course he's going to sit next to Carrie. She put the seating there. She wants him there. She put his name there. Go get your seat, bitch. I totally agree. That was really weird that they made out Stanford was being weird. It's like, why would you, out of politeness, give up sitting next to your best friend at her husband's funeral? That's like... But... Gloria, she's like, how'd you feel about hugs? And they said, he kept me on for years, even after the others got rid of their old gals. Bastards. I mean the men, not the the old gals. And like, she's like some old mafia boss. (laughs) She should be, wrong show, Gloria, and Soprano sets next door. She's so Sopranos. And then, of course, the lesbian comes to a lesbian wedding, the podcast lesbian. Well, Miranda. There's Miranda, there's... Um, the podcast lesbian. There's the lesbians running the wedding. I'm surprised Maria's not there. Yes. I'm surprised. Listen, chicken, it's the lesbians world. We're just living in it. It is, but I just feel like it was kind of sprung on us a little bit, all these lesbians. Um, so, and then we get Miranda drinking again, this time the bourbon, and she's like... And she keeps making people, for someone who's so woke, stop treating people in lower-end jobs than you like shit. She says that the drinks are after, so and the bar isn't open. Respect it. Stop being such a little brat. Although, to be fair, if I had to make this speech at this funeral, I would need to be very drunk because it is mortifying. Yeah, and it was her husband's alcohol, to be fair. <laughs> Why is she fucking speaking at this funeral? This makes no sense whatsoever. More than his own brother. More than his own brother, more than his own friends. I mean, it's like... I mean, let's not be morbid, but if your husband died and I made a speech at his funeral, like, why would that make sense? Oh, my God. If you did your speech would him just be, like, completely just roasting him. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But it's like, <laughs> I guess maybe it's because Carrie wrote the words but didn't feel she could say them, so yeah, Miranda stuck like, it. Yeah, I can't say it. Yeah, yeah maybe that makes sense. But when, um, when she read it, I thought, Carrie wrote this. Don't you think it smacks of her writing? I didn't think that, but I guess... Well, I think I thought because she said Big that Miranda had wrote it because it was a reference to Big. So I knew someone, one of them had written it. So I guess it had to be her or Carrie. But, um, I mean, Miranda's not known for good speeches. She fucking set fire to the speech at Charlotte's <laughs> wedding. And she hated oh, Big. Oh, and even then she said... And even then she said, I'm about to do a speech, top me up. Exactly. And it's like, oh, we should have known. But yeah, where are Big's friends yeah. making the speech? Yes. Why isn't Gloria making a speech? As we know, she's been a huge part of his life. Probably they had an affair. Let's just address the elephant in the room. But the spe- <laughs> And she cried the loudest and she got a lot of shade for crying at a funeral. I didn't know you weren't allowed to cry at a funeral. But you are allowed to piss yourself laughing, which is what everyone else was doing. <laughs> yeah. But um, the speech was like, how lucky, how lucky we all are. How lovely. <laughs> How large? He will leave a big hole. And it's like, it was almost sexual. Yeah, in his heart. That's the problem. <laughs> and then Ka- That's why he's dead. But uh, who was hot is Big's brother. Jesus Christ. 
in the words of Anthony Hatt. He was very hot. And his voice. He gave me the vibes of that politician, you know, that she dated. The pissy the one. golden shower guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope, I think that'll be the only... He was hot. His only appearance, but I would love maybe, maybe him and Carrie, maybe that's a thing. And she, like, because who, who would she have a romance with now? I mean, Miranda. Well, I have a prediction. I didn't say it last week, but when they're filming the podcast, they zoom in on the producer, who's a very handsome man. Oh, I didn't notice that. Shit. Very good looking guy. I need to rewatch it. Oh, that's good. I mean, they. I think they're going to have to wait a little bit because Carrie wouldn't probably jump in with someone too soon. But then she did kiss Aiden, so who knows? Yeah, and she hasn't mourned his death yet. She doesn't seem to care, so... No, they're playing the... She does cry when they play the old footage of him. But, yeah, I cry. But not as much as Gloria, who I've got in my notes, Gloria is you, Chloe, <laughs> like literally. Oh, thank you so much. And then we get someone else who's like you, actually, Susan, an old friend from the original series, an actual one who was in the series, who says, am I the only one who remembers what a prick he was to her? <laughs> she is the only one that's still on brand. And she's the only one who looks better than she did. She looks great. She looks really great. She looks great. I wonder if she's still with that husband who shouts a lot. Oh, God, I hope so. That is even more so than Stanford and um, Anthony, like a real representation of a relationship to me. Maybe that's worrying. Uh, but do you know what's funny? A side note about Susan Sharon. She's actually based off a woman called Dorinda, who is a real housewife of New York. Oh, really? Uh, who's friends with Candace Bushnell. And Candace Bushnell is in a scene in New York and she says to Dorinda, how are you doing, Dorinda? And Dorinda says, I tell you how I'm doing, Candace. Not well, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Susan Sharon, like, she did it perfectly, I think. She's a great character. I'd like her to become more of a regular. Make her the new Samantha. Although there's seems to be a problem here, Ed, between Susan, Sharon and Carrie. Would you like to elaborate? Because nobody else did. So Susan forgives Carrie at the funeral, which I was like, yes. And says, this could be a get out of jail free card. And Carrie doesn't know what happened. <laughs> but I wonder, I mean, it can't be the... Th- what happened? It can't be the thing with the husband. Because didn't they see each other after that? You know, Carrie said, leave your yeah, husband. She's... And then they got back together. Um yeah, because she says, oh, Carrie, Aiden, muzzle top. Why are you wearing it around your neck? Is that what the kids are doing yes, these days? that was her last cameo, wasn't it? So they were yes. friends. There. Oh, no, she's on cameo. <laughs> well, I would fucking pay. Five pounds. And it's like camp cameo after camp cameo, campio, we get Susan and then Bitsy again. Yes. And she- Who, Bobby, fine, we find out, died during covid yeah, she didn't say of COVID, did she? Because I was confused for a second. But she said he had a, a Zoom shiver. <laughs> so like a, a, few, a Jewish funeral over Zoom, which really made me laugh. I don't know why. I don't know if that was Iconic. even meant to be funny. And she's dressed like a vampire. That's how I want to go Which out. is amazing. I love that. Yes, and she's got her new gay uh, BFF, who was his orchestral director, who also we must have been his boyfriend, right? Was he in the original series? Oh, that's how he's introduced now. No, but he had a fabulous little purse, and we need more of these two, please. I did find a lot of the supporting cast were wearing more fashion-y clothes than the main three. Like, a lot of... That's actually really true. Like, BLT at one point had loads of, like, amazing accessories over her. I mean, they're actually quite horrible, but... Yeah, dotted all over. Like, she had a brooch on her head. Yeah, hip. but they were, like... 
I mean, we haven't mentioned this, have we? The fact that, what's her name, Patricia Field isn't doing this show, which is very notable. Oh. She did all the Six and City and the movies. She did all the styling. I didn't know that. That's really bad. I didn't. Why? Is she dead as well? No, she just didn't want to do it, which no one knows why. I don't know if she oh. might be one of the few people who's Team Kim. I'm Team Kim. But I think you can notice it. I don't think this has the Sex and the City DNA fashion-wise. And you see glimpses with the supporting cast, but it's not. Like, Carrie is not dressing very Carrie. And I know she's older, but... No. She still, she always has fun with fashion. I mean, actually, she looked great at the funeral, but... She did. Um, I, what I did love about Bitsy is because Bitsy didn't... They, because they had the Zoom shiver... She made it all about herself. And I totally get that. Like, I gave birth alone in in the doctor, and that is my dinner. What You know, that is what I lead with. Yeah. So someone says, it's my 40th. I go, oh, happy birthday. I gave birth alone in lockdown. Well, so I'm, I totally get Bitsy's uh, vibe You there. did it over Zoom as well, which actually none of us wanted to see, but you insisted that we watch. And it made you all shiver. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you do your Steve impression for what he said about in the funeral? Oh, I can't remember. What did he say? He said, that Carrie, she's totally amazing. If it were you in this box, I'd be a total mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Carrie, she's amazing. If that were you in that box, I'd be a total mess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then Miranda goes, is that a good thing? But she's wasted. She doesn't know what she's Have saying. you noticed she always gives Steve a huge bear hug? I do, they do seem more like friends, but I guess if she's... I mean, am I... Please tell me, am I imagining this whole lesbian thing? Or is it is going to happen, no, isn't it? No, no, it's totally happening. So I guess her and Steve have yeah. to seem like they're not that solid because presumably there's, she's going to cheat. But her this encounter doesn't go well with the lesbian because the lesbian, the podcast lesbian, Che, is doing weed with Brady outside. Miranda goes yeah. absolutely that, This is housewives. <laughs> this is house. This is what I was looking for, people. She, what does she say? Maybe I should kill myself so you should try crack. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. I'm going to write that down for when my daughter gets older. And even he goes, like, Mum, you sound crazy. And she says, no Louisa for a week. Like, she's like some PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny, Miranda, but you've let the door open for this. If you're letting him leave condoms around in his room and letting him shag his girlfriend so loudly and obnoxiously like that in your own home... I'm sorry, but of course he's going to take the piss out of you. I mean, I get being mad at the lesbian. Sorry, I keep saying yeah, lesbian. I don't know oh, if she's 100%. the Che. Because, um, like, you don't really give drugs to a child. You don't really know the situation. No, and he's obviously a minor. Yeah, and if you're at a funeral, like, I mean, if you're at a nightclub... Who smokes weed at a funeral? I mean, you just don't give it to a young person at a funeral because it's like, presumably they're there with their parents. And, I mean, everything about that sounded like not a good idea. So I get why Miranda went And a mental. bit groomy. Yeah. And I, but I thought that Che should have been way more apologetic straight away. So she was kind yeah. of... But then but then they did a massive U-turn once they found out they knew Carrie. And then suddenly, best of friends. Best of friends. And not only that, but I sensed a spark. Did you? 100%. But I've sensed a spark with Miranda and her teacher and Miranda and Che... And BLT, she was a bit kind of like, I hope to see you soon, you know, when they met at the table last With the episode. fries, yeah. So it's like, is, she, it, is there the any fries. woman on the show, she's not, is she going to end up with Bitsy as well and Gloria? Basically, she fancies anyone except for Steve. I know. And she's told Steve she's a lesbian, but he didn't hear her. So he doesn't know. <laughs> 
She needs to learn sign language. <laughs> sign language. And then okay, we see all the gifts that Carrie got because she didn't want flowers. And I'm like, Jesus, widowdom looks amazing. No wonder she's not crying. I would love all those gifts. I know. Sign me up. And Charlotte's like, I could take the uh, locks, which is smoked salmon. Uh, she's definitely Jewish. The temple. <laughs> yeah, the temple tomorrow. Lest we forget. Like, you know, Waste not what, yeah, I know. That was her other big storyline, wasn't it? That was like her only storyline for about five seasons. It doesn't look like she's getting another one. Uh, so the thing that, that shocked me the most in this episode was the ca- cameo of Chucky. Like I actually, this I squealed a oh. little bit. I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I mean, it's just not, if we'd made a list of a thousand predictions of what's going to happen in the show, we would not have guessed that someone dressed as Chucky would mug someone. Would we? Like... What is happening? This is surreal, but I kind of liked it because it was so weird. And then... I mean, yeah, because it was like... It was like a little baby dressed up as Chucky. Well, it must have been like a small man or a teenage pickpocket because, like, he was obviously stealing. And then... (laughs) But I adored that man was, like, on his phone with his little handbag. Bobby. I didn't see him. (laughs) The The Asian guy that was like, oh, my God! Oh, I must have missed that. He's taking a purse. See this? Oh, you've got to rewind. I need to it's watch so them funny. all twice. A... I miss so much stuff. And then um, she saved the day with her book, Cause Old. Yeah. And then st- again made it about race, which just made it cringe all over again. Why do they always meet on the subway there? Miranda's clearly following her. She's a rampant, frothing at the mouth <laughs> lesbian who will stop at nothing to get a bit of pussy. She's out of control. They told Carrie, step your pussy up, and they told Miranda, get whatever pussy you can. I think Cynthia Nixon wrote this into a contract. I'm only doing it if I sit on the face of every female cast member by the end of season one. Well, I'm, I'm getting a bit of a hashtag me too vibe because don't forget... Uh, Cynthia Nixon directed like six episodes of Sex and the City. Oh God, yeah. I'm getting very American Jimmy Savile with grey hair. I mean, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> so far. So basically his hair. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> so Carrie gets Big's ashes and then we get this whole thing about mm-hmm. Stanford's there, Miranda's there, they're drinking martinis. Well, martinis are there, so obviously Miranda's there. But they want to hide it all from Charlotte she wasn't invited. And it's like... And that's quite a real thing. I mean, we, you know, I could imagine that happening in a real friendship. Could you? Yeah, but I, I don't think it's believable. I mean, it's not the point. They're focusing on the wrong thing. Her husband's ashes are there and, like, they're making Stanford hide. Yeah, in the closet, ironically. And then I don't, yeah. I don't buy that Charlotte would... I think she's way more respectful than to make it about herself, which is what she did. I mean, Carrie would make it about herself. But Charlotte, I think, would be like, okay, whatever you want. Like, instead, she starts crying and it's just all a bit comedic when this this isn't a moment I would think there would be any comedy. No, and also, again, Charlotte was always the one. For example, she organised um, the flowers for Miranda's mother's funeral. Exactly, she's tasteful. Uh, she organised... Uh, Miranda's baby shower. Um, you know, she she has been that person. Okay, there were bumps in the road when she did those things. The flowers were ugly and she annoyed Miranda. <laughs> but she's always that person that they turn to for all that kind of pragmatic, uh, practical stuff in times of grief and stress. So why have they turned her into this hysterical, pathetic person? I don't understand. 
but it does cause Carrie to crack because she said, I should have gone to the Hamptons with Big on Wednesday night like I wanted to! And it's the first time she really... That was great. It was really good. I mean, she is an amazing actress and she reminds us most episodes. But there is a moral here, which is do not make people go to your kids' recitals because people will end up dead. Chicken, you'll get anything to get out of stuff with my kid. (laughs) Planting the seeds. (laughs) But Carrie and Charlotte both say to each other, do not blame yourself. And then Stanford breaks the tension by saying, what's with the white hoodie on the neighbour? So I guess that was meant to be funny. I didn't get that. Is there something wrong with white hoodies? Like KKK? I don't think that was meant to be the joke, though. I don't know. Um, Well, his name was Phil. Phil. So I wonder if we'll see him again. I reckon he's going to be one of the main characters in the coming episodes, definitely. (laughs) Well, he was more relevant than friggin' Gloria. more relevant than Charlotte at this point. Um, (laughs) So Carrie and Miranda are back in bed, shock, and Carrie wants a pill, but Miranda says no. And I'm like, this is where you need Samantha. (laughs) So this is where Samantha's presence is very lacking. Exactly. And also, like Miranda uh, would say no, like, Carrie, cover your drink. (laughs) I know. I've already spiked you to high hell. You don't need any more. And then she's like, and just like that, I learned how long five hours can be. And then I realised this is going to be every episode, isn't it? And just like that. And then she says something. Mm. So it used to be, I couldn't help but wonder. And now it's, and just and like that. And now she realises. Yeah, she's she's gone from asking questions to now she has the answer to stuff. Oh, yeah, that is it. I didn't pick up on just... that. Now she's answering. She's older and wiser. Yeah. And then we get, uh, it ends with a song and it's Here Comes the Rain Again by the Eurythmics, which is a great song. Yeah, great song. So I'm liking the songs at the end. I am too. And I was wondering, do you have any predictions moving forward with what we now know for the last two episodes? Okay, so I'm thinking next episode we're going to get Miranda kissing one of these women. I don't know who. Okay. I think that Carrie, I think that, um, well, I kind of know, because I checked on Wikipedia, that Gloria is going to be a, a character. It wasn't just for the funeral. So I feel like maybe Gloria is going to tell Carrie something like, maybe we're going to find out that Big had an affair or that he had a secret or something. Yeah. Or may- maybe he left something for Carrie in case he died, like a message. I don't know. I feel like there's more coming there and maybe it cracks Carrie and she finally like, I don't know, has a breakdown. Mm. And then with Charlotte, it's hard to make a prediction because I really don't even know what a storyline's meant to be. I mean, there was the whole thing with the recital and blaming herself for big, but they've kind of had that out. So I don't really know where they're going to go with that. What about you? I think Charlotte is going to, her storyline is going to be maybe around her daughter Rose, she's trying to force her daughter to be something she's not. Mm-hmm. And she wants them to be this perfect family and her daughter's obviously has... I mean, I'm all for expression, but girl can't dress. No. So um, I didn't know that about Gloria, but I thought that when I saw her, she's got this air of like, I know something you don't know. And don't forget, Natasha comes back. Oh, I did forget that. Oh, so, so Natasha maybe, will probably be next episode then, mm, won't she? Like, Gloria might know something about Natasha. Like, would you just not gag if they'd had an affair this whole time? Oh, my God. Maybe Big has a child that <gasps> Carrie doesn't know about. And then Carrie fucks that child. Maybe Big has a son and a daughter. And Carrie gets with the son. And Miranda gets with the daughter. Because 
any woman now is literally any hole is a goal. <laughs> Miranda is the biggest sex pest on the planet. But you know, that's a real thing. Like people like twins and stuff that were separated at birth meet again and have sex and then find out that they're twins. Incest in the city. I love it. <laughs> we, we need to break new boundaries. Well... <laughs> We, we have to finish on our regular segment, which is what would Samantha say? Gloria, nice to meet you. I guess that's not glory hole. <laughs> Do you know what, Gloria? You're a strong, confident woman. And we're a dying breed. But stay away from that Carrie. She's a fucking cunt. <laughs> oh my God, that was so much fun, chicken. God, we recap that for like was... two hours. I'm excited about this. Are you? I, I actually think it's good. Oh, are we stopping recording now, by the way? No, we're still going. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, because we're still talking about it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's... I did get off to a rocky start, but I'm now... I'm fully invested and I fully get that this is a different show from Sex and the City, which they obviously made clear from the start with a different name. So I get that. I'm going to judge it on its own merit. And I'm going to hope that they do something with Charlotte because that's kind of bugging me. I'm interested in what's happening with Miranda. I'm interested in the lesbian thing. I'm interested in alcoholism. And I'm interested to see if Carrie's going to implode. I'm interested in Gloria and a little bit the teacher. Gloria. Don't you know a da-da-da, da da I'm just going to think of Gloria. And also, how will they address... Stanford's disappearance and and I'm gonna be honest I have cried both episodes so I don't know whether I'm hormonal or what but that's a good sign I think well I still don't know if Stanford finished all his scenes before he died did we talk about that do you know I don't know I assume he did because or there's there's going to be a sudden announcement that he died that we don't see which would be weird if he drops his phone in the shower and dies I'll be like come on guys that's fucking lazy chicken he drops Um, the soap (laughs) and then she's like hate say not hot (laughs) right we need to wrap this up we could literally talk about this all day yeah this is the thing guys sorry for uh, I because we talk about sex the city non-stop so I thought we were done with the podcast so we were just chatting (laughs) (laughs) because that's normal conversation (laughs) but we will be back talking about it next Monday and we'll see you then thank you for listening see you next Monday love you guys Mm -hmm.